Okay, guys, welcome to this bonus episode of Pulp Kitchen. This is our June part two spoiler cast. If you haven't listened to episode 117, we reviewed June part two and gave our full thoughts on it. If you haven't listened to that yet, please go back and listen to it. We talked about the film in a spoiler-free context. This, however, we will be talking about the plot. So if you haven't seen the film yet, please switch off, go back to a spoiler-free review, go see the film. Come back, enjoy this spoiler experience. Let's just brief. So, George, we just we just reviewed it, but for yeah. people who haven't sort of listened to the other nice. episode in a while, briefly, George, what, what did you make of? No, well, what did you make of June oh. Part Two? We both oh. sort of glowing review. Uh, I, I, it was absolutely sensational and magnificent. I really was uh, genuinely blown away. I don't have that experience often with the cinema. I I kind of staggered out, basically speechless, and um, my head kind of ringing with it. I thought it, I thought it was a. Ma- uh, 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 huge achievement yeah i thought the same i thought you we touched upon how much that film is has has predated so much of seminal sci-fi and cinema that we regard and how that story that is the way that you tell a story in a new way for audiences despite it being a very familiar story it it totally earns its style and its spectacle and it's just just brilliant in every single way but george can i just say it's also worth saying that um, i've seen a lot of reviews refer to the film as one of the best science fiction films ever made Mm. and in a way i do really agree with that because i think if you like big claim but if you like science fiction it's sorry if you like sci-fi more more typically if you like sci-fi space opera big stuff i really don't think this film basically gives you all of that i don't know what else you would want that isn't in Mm. this film you have conflict space game of thrones exactly space game of thrones you see why i got commissioned space of thrones i I i'm sitting on a book don't imagine the commission i'm sitting on a book that is game of thrones in space yeah this one's like yeah make it make it so let's just briefly go over some of the things that happen in june part two so where do we want to start with this okay so you you go for it i'll try try and just jump in if i miss anything so the film begins straight after part one and if you want to recap on part one we oh, do yeah, please go back to the full episode george did that all that. so we begin with um the princess uh, played by florence Pugh, the daughter of the emperor played by christopher walken two characters that weren't in the first part arrakis. she's basically talking about what happened which is that the Spice. harkonnens took arrakis back from the atreides uh in complete in a surprise attack that wiped out one of the ba- biggest houses which was house atreides and slaughtered them um the harkonnens now recontrol the spice fields of arrakis and they are conducting a war of terror against the Fremen. Not only before they would fight the Fremen while trying to get spice, but now the Baron says, I want you to kill all the Fremen. I want them wiped out. This is proving very difficult because the Fremen are very good at fighting and it is their native land. It is an existential fight for them. Mm. So you have this constant thwarting of Harkonnen efforts in the desert, much to the disappointment and dismay and fury of Rabin, played by Dave Bautista, and the Baron, played by... Um, Stellan Skarsgård. Paul and his mother, Lady Jessica, are in the desert with the Fremen, learning their ways. And very quickly, very soon on, Lady Jessica is made the reverend mother of the uh, Fremen because she is a Bene Gesserit herself and and their reverend mother is dying. And she's given blue juice. It's terrifying. It's the the juice from the baby sandworm that they have. And so dark and Um, twisted. And then because of a reason, because, and then uh, my interpretation is- There's an older woman with a wrinkly face whose eyes like roll back. If anyone has ever, this is really funny. If anyone has ever seen the film, The Great Beauty, which came out 10 years ago, Uh. that woman is in that film playing an elderly <laughs> nun who was quite woman. wise. I was literally like, you're playing the same person. I thought yeah. that was makeup Get 10 years ago. Anyway, um, uh, but I, my interpretation is that they didn't realize that she was pregnant and, it, and that has unleashed some greater power within her. And she's having this sort of, throughout the film, dialogue with her unborn child who we see in a vision later on played, su- surprisingly, yeah, by yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah. Um, 
and who she's like the Zendaya of yes. this movie gets to be yeah, visions yeah, yeah. of the future by the sea the trailer for the next film yeah um and uh, Lady Jessica very much wants Paul to assume the the role of the La Sarangueib, the the Quizat Hadarak, the the great power to be. Mm. Paul thinks it's all a bit of nonsense, and he, he wants to stay loyal to the Fremen. Meanwhile, Josh Brolin turn, returns, you know, quite late into the film, but basically yeah. returns and says, "You need don't forget about being in Atreides. You're in Atreides. Yeah. You want to do that? This is all going around in Paul's head. Paul's still having visions of the future, um, and he's just developed a relationship with Chani, played by Zendaya, who is a loyal Fremen who does not believe in the prophecy. And the more that Paul gets pulled into the gravitation of Paul. Gravitational pull, thank you, of Paul's the pull. of this prophecy, which he does reluctantly, almost until the very end. Um, Zendaya gets more and more disillusioned with him, even though they have this connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Paul sees it as a greater purpose, this holy war that's going to happen. Uh, like I said, Paul is having visions of the future, but he's determined to try and set his own path and not have this holy war happen that he thinks will, will happen in the future. From all sides, he's being told he is meant to be fulfilling some yes. sort of prophecy and some sort of idea. Of, at least meant to lead, prophesy, exactly. thing. Yeah. So he so he, he stays with the Fremen. He learns how to ride a sandworm in a great sequence. Fantastic. Mm. Um, that's all great. He fights some, um, not Sadakai, he fights some of the Harkonnens. The Baron's like, this is really annoying. Uh, the Reverend Mother, played by Charlotte Rampling, it says, Paul Atreides might still be alive. We don't know, but... Even if, if, he, if he's not, we have other prospects that could be the prophecy, including Fade Rotha, Narbaron Fade Rotha, who Florence Bue says, are you kidding me? He's crazy. Mm. And we then go and see a 20-minute sequence in an arena in which we see the Baron's nephew, Fade Rotha, um, fight, and he's ruthless, and he's psychotic, and he's crazy. And he then arrives on Arrakis as the governor of Arrakis, demoting Raban, and then begins a blood-filled onslaught of Arrakis, and then the Fremen are kind of pushed to the south and everyone keeps saying, I think there's about four times this movie people say the south of Arrakis is uninhabitable. No one lives there. Everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, say yeah, like yeah. everyone knows. Everyone knows. That. But um, <laughs> it just slices fucking leg. You yeah. can't, you cannot advise a, a senior Harkonnen on anything they've said, regardless of how stupid or misinformed they were. Yeah. You, if you say one thing, yeah. gone. You have to just be like, we will, we will learn to fly. They are slices. Yeah. They will just, yeah, they, gone. Are, they will cut If you're you. a woman, don't even think about it. My like, goodness. The very gendered yeah, slaughter it, of the assistants. It's quite uncomfortable. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think that's going to be- And like the women in the, uh, we did sort of touch on this in the last film, when the Baron is sort of in his little creepy oil bath. And there's two women like just in the corner of the room. Them in, yeah. Yeah. It's, the you, implication is not That's nice. the thing. It's like, you don't, see like spurts of red blood which is probably why it's avoided like a, P- uh, a 12a is why is that the PG? Yeah. but like yeah the implication is quite disturbing and they're very testosterone fueled overly masculine just un- unpleasant in all the ways um anyway so that's the situation and then the movie builds to a cli- I, I will go through the whole movie right? yeah yeah the movie builds to a climax in which paul basically after being given the blue goo the drink the, the yeah, yeah he, fun, had he had it he had he assumes the role of the, the prophecy and realizes that this is the only way to fulfill. He says, I see many futures, but I see a narrow path. Many futures, many in which our, our enemies succeed, but I see a narrow path Strange. through. Okay. It literally, isn't it? Um, and he conducts a spectacular battle, which involves oh, the, the Atreides' um, uh, weapons arsenal. And then, yeah, three sandworms riding towards them. That was a moment when I just thought, fuck this that's incredible uh, like, so funny when like because one of my criticisms is, is that um oh, you don't finish finish okay three sandworms arrive all this stuff takes the emperor by surprise wipes out his army and you get this sort of sequence 
in the Emperor's throne room where the Baron has been killed, but uh, the Emperor has to answer for his actions. And Paul Atreides says, I want the throne. I'm, I'm, you stand down. I will marry your daughter. Zendaya's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Heartbroken. Yeah. They really linger on her face to show the heartbreak mm. as well. And, um, you know, you have to answer for your crimes against the Atreides. Uh, Fade Rotha steps forward and says, well, I will be your you know, I'll be your tribute, whatever. I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. And they have this knife fight, which also the fu- the combat style yeah. of the knife is, is incredible. Keep, uh, uh, yeah. I've never seen uh, it. The whole thing I have to say about how the choice to withhold music from that and just yes. have the sound there is really smart. Again, like <laughs> you have a final battle scene between two people who are always going to fight. You reinvent it and make it fresh and original yes. and therefore very interesting and, to and like, watch. I, I assumed I, I knew that he would live but but it gets really close and there was a couple of times i thought mm. i don't know how this movie's gonna Ooh. end actually because I'm, I'm so movie century. knife fight to have like a surprise yeah. knife go in uh yeah. and then ultimately he succeeds paul succeeds in the knife fight kills faith rother takes the emperor's daughter as his own and basically becomes emperor but the great houses the fellow great houses do not accept this and they are therefore basically at war so he takes the remaining of the ships yeah. and it begins and lady jessica says so the holy war begins and paul's vision has basically come true of mass slaughter mm-hmm. uh, fanatical leadership fanatical spiritualism conducted throughout the universe on the basis of him as a messiah and chani runs away Goes to ride a sandworm yeah. and thinks, I'm not having any of this shite. Yeah. Paul really used his, uh, his deep voice in that final scene. Yeah. He's like, Silence! Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the, oh, yeah. I love the yeah. voice. Yeah. 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 That's good. Anyway. Oh, well done. I just want to say your recall of the plot has been second to none. I've just I've never sort of enjoyed not having to take on that burden so much in the years we've been doing this podcast. You just had that down. Well, you have a sip of water and you enjoy. Okay, so here's my my comment about the film being seminal and doing everything that it does with the most interesting yeah. paintbrush it stands 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 true paul trades however for me in a lot of ways is a massive example of a mary sue a mary sue a mary sue Explain is again, a literary term for usual film characters they don't have to be women but they they tend to be the character who whenever is faced with a problem or an altercation always rises to the occasion and is able to solve it so ray from the force awakens was a mary sue uh, early pre-Daniel Craig James Bonds are all Mary Sue's. Katniss Everdeen is a Mary Sue. Mary Poppins is a Mary Sue. So as characters, they always... Uh, Harry Potter in the first four right. Harry Potter books. Huge Mary Sue. They have the power within them all along. Every, th- every time they're, they're given a situation, they always rise to the occasion. So Paul always is told you're going to do great things. You're going to go on and become this prophecy. Regardless of how that prophecy takes shape in the end, he always learns the power, rides the sound, not the grandfather sandworm, totally fine, rides the sandworm, goes on to fight someone who's very physically capable in combat. We get Paul has been trained in combat, but we don't know that he's like so good. He's very good, good, isn't he? He's very good. And and Austin Butler was, even though there's an interesting dynamic I'll get onto, which is the fact that he fights enemies who are, inhibited by yes. poison and who have, it's very much prearranged it's an interesting sort of confidence thing like paul for me as a character always rises to the occasion so he's interesting and he's fun but i never i never worried for his safety when he goes That's on true. and does the thing he said he was going to do from the very beginning of the film i'm like cool did, did, it. You, did it not cross your mind in the knife fight once that he might actually be killed? Potentially, potentially. But yeah. I thought there'd be another dynamic or someone would come in to save him or his right. inner voice, a deeper power that he had yeah. would be there. That's my only criticism. But I think, the, I guess the success of the film is that 
in with with those narrative shortcomings it totally to, holds up in yeah, in, in every other way so that's just something that i'm aware of as a criticism of paul atreides i don't think any actor is doing bad i don't think the writing makes it cheesy it just what, is very much that he is a huge example of a mary sue you know what he needed and um, with no disrespect and pardon the profanity he needed the shit kicked out of him yeah he Once. needed to lose he needed like, he needed you know, like to neo really gets the shit kicked out of him as well yes but like yeah the great luke skywalker gets the shit kicked out of him. Hat cuts his hand off yeah it's great so like when neo turns around to face the agent in the end that moment means so much mm. you're like oh and morpheus is like he is beginning to believe yeah. like, that's how you write yeah. like a final action scene so it is missing that element for me yes but you know i, I have talked about how this is, a, this is a novel from the 1960s. Yeah. I'm not sure is this film's responsibility to reinvent no. that. I think what it instead does is tells that story in the most exactly. artistically, the most artistic flair. So that, that's just there in my mind. It, it, it does the best it can with the material that it has and it succeeds. I want to give credit to the riding of the sandworm scene. I've, you and I watched that Dune trailer a number of times. It's very hard to avoid it. And the top, that, I think that first big trailer, we were like, I wish they hadn't shown that. And they showed- Was oh, that the shot you meant when you said they wish they hadn't shown it? No, no, the, the shot was the final at the oh, end. Oh yeah. Which I, actually the, wasn't as relevant as I thought The shot I wish they hadn't put in the trailer is, is him and Austin Butler about to do a knife fight. Sure. That is the last yeah. 10 minutes of, the, of a three hour Which of course like trailer maths you can figure out was always going to happen, but like- just, I, I just in general. See it, yeah. Anyway, a lot of the 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 kinetic sequence of that sandworm scene is shown in the trailer. But experiencing the sandworm scene, even yeah. though I know he's going to successfully ride it, oh my god! Yeah. yeah. And like, just even though I knew he was going to make yeah. it, the 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 rumble and the scale and how he falls and the you're just like it's all just dust yeah. and sand. He gets a hook and the worm reveals itself. It's yeah. just so so good. But I never thought for a second. There's the green screen. There's the CGI. Oh, it's completely immersive. Totally there. Yeah. Just, just want to give a shout out to that. Um, the attack which you mentioned when the three sandworms oh come God. through, and you have the sort of Lord of the Rings caliber style people running together. Brilliant. Um, I mentioned before the final knife fight. Yeah. Really interesting. I love that they withheld the score there and just had the grunting and the slicing yeah. and the punching and the thing and a very, um, a very small arena for that big fight yeah. with everyone watching. It was a crowded room. Yeah. Do you know what, you know what um, biblically, the, the story reminds me of? It reminds me of like Moses coming to Ramesses after he's lost, but he's come from the desert with a people. Nice. That that really reminds oh, me of that. that. I haven't seen it's the very of Egypt very in a pesa, while. Very Pesach. Very Pesach. <laughs> no, I, I haven't brushed Yeah, like there. someone who's, who's, no, who's, it, who's banished it. and gone yeah. into the desert, Sounds comes bad. back with sees this the burning bush. sees the burning bush, rides the sandworm, he, you know, comes back and reaps a plague yeah, yeah. upon Ramesses. Plague in both their houses, that's right. It's just very biblical All the houses, me. basically. I, All of them. I, I, yeah, I, I, with I, the people I, whose land it is, like if you want to get, yeah. I think your points are completely valid. And like I said, but- it's the success of the film that you, those aren't a problem for us, really. The, yeah. the, those problems never pulled you out, right, really? No, no, no. It's just I'm aware of it. Yeah. No, I think that's... Um, I, just for me, I would just say there's a couple of micro-condensions that happen. Like, it's revealed two-thirds in that um, his mother is the daughter of the Baron. Yes. And I'm like, oh! And then I'm like, it doesn't... In a way, I doesn't matter it, i'm always, sure in the books that's quite significant and i'm sure there yeah. is details and maybe you could explain to me why in this film it's important but it's kind of in there and i thought oh we really are chucking more into the pile there's an implication here. that the the benegestra have always been crossbreeding yeah. no one's really who this says they are like the 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 union between uh put the duke paul's father and rebecca ferguson is like you never really get a sense for their relationship really yeah and so you're like oh like how does that whole spiritual side of it fit into this very like mm. political Side, and they but, seem to be able to determine the sex of their baby. 
Do you know oh yeah, that? no, I don't remember that. But. Yeah, but, but like with Leah Sidhu, they're like, and I've I've made sure I've got a girl. Basically, she's like, right, yeah, oh, she's been. Impreg- oh yeah, Leah Sidhu, yes, impregnated yes. by Fade Rotha. Yeah, she's like, oh, I made sure it's a girl. Yeah, is that going to come back for another one? There's more. Yeah. Um, I, a couple of scenes I really like. I like the scene between Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya when they're looking out over the dunes of oh, sand. Yeah. And she's like, does water really fall from the sky? She's yeah. like, yeah, it falls sometimes for days at a time. And where you see sand, we have ocean. She's yeah. like, I don't believe it. I thought that's a really cool scene of someone who's never, never seen oceans of water, only oceans of sand. Um, the real reason why I wanted more Harkin is that I really thought the idea of Fade Rother's fights and his 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 victories his masculinity being undermined by the fact that his enemies are weakened and yeah. poisoned i would have loved to have seen more conflict between him and his uncle and his grandfather and who supersedes who's who's his grandfather uh, uh, you mean his, his uncle his uncle's the baron his uncle's the baron i don't know who his dad is but who's his who's I don't Dave who, Batista? I, I don't know this i don't know how they are related because no. the baron is uncle to both of them but they're not uh, brothers. that's it uh, okay fine so you should be having that, a lot that, of kids. That dynamic between the three of them, those three Harkonnens, I think is really interesting. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. It could be... And they just stole the show every time yeah. they're on screen. I, like, I could have had more of Austin Butler feeling undermined. Make him act out and prove his worthiness with violence in the only way that he could. I just could have done with more. More, 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 more. It's, I, I also... I, I do love the the design of all the troops, but like the Saudakar with their particular type of swords, you know, the, they're, they're, they're yes. the, the emperors. Yes, they? yeah. And like the end where they all put their swords down and sort of march into the dust. The thing yeah. is, you have, you've been quite observant and I really appreciate it on your views. I think it was one of those things that I, my cup, my cup was, was full yeah. with what it gave me that I almost can't think of any major criticisms that maybe they'll become more pronounced on second viewing. But people have said to me when I said that, mm. oh, people really want to uh, go see this film with me. And they're like, would you see it again? I'm like, yeah, I, I will. And I, and I would, but I, I really feel like I got such a good measure of it. And yeah. it's such a great experience that I kind of want to sit with that for a while. I'm in no rush to see it. it like this week. No, no, I'm not. I, I, I got time. it, I'm full. But I, what a great meal that was. I hope, and I'm sure it will, because it will be sort of playing on the bigger screens for a while. I hope I can see it in five, six weeks time. Is yeah, that a stretch? Probably. No. That's when I think I'll want to jump back in. I want to forget a little bit of it. I don't want to have all the best shots running through my mind. And I want to jump in and just be blasted again. Yeah. Um, I, think I, I think my sperm count lowered during that screening because there was the so rumble. much shaking. Yeah, I, I, I again, I like I said in the, in the in the non-spoiler review of the main show is like I really do, like I could sit here and probably write all my thoughts about like criticisms or, or things I think couldn't work, yeah. but it's like I was so overwhelmed and like I said, I surrendered myself. Mm. I let myself just take part in this this grand science fiction. It was like mentally, I put my pen away. Which is like, the best way to experience it. Yeah, great. So and funnier it. than I thought it would be. Like Javier Bardem gets oh, yeah, a good yeah, like yeah, laugh. Like so he's good. so blindly devoted to yes. the idea that and everything Paul does, if he just like catches something right, he's like he is this son of guy. It's quite funny. He just refuses. Everyone's like, oh, you've been saying this for years. Yeah, yeah. Like, but this time it's it's real. Look at him go. I would be interested to know. I I really had to think more about. Yeah, the, the role of the Jamis character in the first one. But anyway. The what character? The Jam- Jamis is the guy he kills at the knife fight at the end of the first one. Uh, we, there's I also referred to yeah, a vision yeah. from this. It all become clear. But also the sound design. So, oh, so you know, the, you, yeah, and the, you know in the first bit when the Harkonnens are being killed and they're falling off the cliff. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. Shroom, Yes, and yeah. the, the you know the guns, the, the laser guns, you really hear the pounding so of it. There's a great action scene when um uh, Paul and, and Zendaya are fighting this Harkonnen ship and they're running between the shade yeah. of the legs yeah, to try and get so it good. through. The, it's just like a really, really well-crafted scene. Really well-crafted. Look, 
we will talk in spoiler detail probably in the future when we have more emails about it. But like, we wanted to give you our raw thoughts straight out of, of, of mm. the spoiler stuff. Do email in to hello at popkitchenpodcast.com and let us know your thoughts. Um, we'd love to hear it. It is one of the biggest films of the year. But I, I feel really, I feel, I'm, I feel so relieved and happy. I feel so happy that I've seen a yeah, great, great film at the cinema. If, you, you, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, it's out Friday. So yeah. full praise. Definitely go and check it out. Find the biggest screen you can. Um, enjoy it enjoy it I like that and there's not a single bit of moisture that Javier Bardem lets go to waste like if a tear yeah. goes he's like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> like yep. I'm, snot. I'm having that I love that if someone dies he's like don't, don't get rid of it and then yeah, they put yeah. it in that oh, big and in their big Come pool here. their big temple pool of, uh, of water which is filled and as Rebecca Ferguson says oh so many so lives many yeah, so many lives have been poured yeah. into that yeah, yeah. anyway June part two that was it we really enjoyed it let mm-hmm. us know your thoughts again to hello at popkitchenpodcast.com don't forget we post main episodes every week every single wednesday um check about the check on the the feed for those and we post bonus episodes continue to follow us on social media if you media. just fancy the spoiler cast and you didn't want to listen to our main episode go and listen to it we talk about the yes. actual film spoiler free for way longer so go and check that out see you next week for more fun film stuff thank you for listening bye